Hello friends, it's John Klein III of episode 87 of Shadow and Flame of Magic the Podcast. And today we're going to review Miss Marvel the New Mutant issue 4. So let's get to it. To it. And once again, thank you to Francisco for providing the theme song to the podcast. Appreciate it. And you. And not sponsored, but thank you to Kelly's Comics in Great Falls. A terrific comic book shop. It's, it's my go-to comic book shop. Uh, my wife was nice enough to let me like spend an extra like 30 minutes in the store as I went through all their back issues trying to get my Lockheed collection knocked down. I got four more issues. And... No, three more issues for that collection. So now I'm down to 35 comics, which is maddening. But maybe Mile High Comics will do another 60% deal sometime. But we're slowly working that off. You can see which comics I got on my YouTube channel at Jackal S-I-I-I. Well, I did reference how this issue, and including in those three issues, I got new Miss Marvel, New Mutant 1 and 4 which I thought 4 was a variant cover, but I just missed kind of my old dad eyes. I thought Vanity was variant for whatever reason. And so I said it, but that is not true. And so people are probably going to blow up that video being like, that's not variant. Like, oh, man. Actually, the first issue is a variant cover, so maybe I misspoke just now or in the video. Either tune in to watch it, and I'm going to watch it myself after this. Um, so instead of reading a digital copy of it, I'm reading a physical copy, <coughs> which I rather do. So, um, so we open the cover. Uh oh, um, it would have cost you three ninety nine, which it did. It cost me four dollars. Um, it's rated T plus, and there's bonus digital edition details inside. And I don't remember seeing anything about details inside. So let's skip ahead a couple pages to the recap page, which is double um, page. So it's recap and then the credits. Uh, number four, what it means to be a mutant. Eamon Venati and Sabir Perzada are the writers. Carlos Gomez and Adam Gorham are the artists. Eric Archeniego, nope. Eric Archeniega is the color artist. VC's Joe Karma Magna is the letter, and Tom Muir and Jay Bowen design it. And, oh, and the cover I got is by Sarah Pacelli and Matthew Wilson, so that's fun. Oh, and the cover has Kamala with her fists all up, ready for a fight, as she's standing over the knocked out bodies of Rogue, Jean, wearing the green dress, so controversial, and Cyclops, who's spitting up blood. <coughs> So that's rather intense. And I looked all over this for like any sign of a who's the cover artist, but I did not see any tiny signatures. So this is Mutant Detect. Oh, and Shadow Kate has lines in this comic and in issue one. She's seen on a computer monitor in three, so I didn't count that. And then uh, I don't think she's in two at all. So I got the two issues where she is in. She's only on one page for each. So that's how you get into a Kate Pride, Lockheed, and Magic collection. And 
So here's the recap. I feel like I was leading up to something, but now I've already... Oh, mutant detected extermination in process. The cast is Miss Marvel, Bruno, Dr. Nikikagaha, and Omega Sentinel. Kamala has gone undercover to join an Orcus-funded tech program at Empire State University in order to help her fellow X-Men investigate suspicious Orcus activity. However, investigation has landed her in the crosshairs of Orchid scientist Dr. Nikika Gaia and Omega Setno, who attempt to use the microscopic drones to infiltrate Kamala's mind and, ultimately, the X-Men's telepathic network. Dr. Gaia's plan nearly succeeded before Kamala was able to rally her mental defenses and break free from the drone's influence, just in time to wake up to Stark Setno destroying her dorm room. And this is cover dated January 2024, so in the future. Inside cover ad is for Spider-Man 2. Well, actually for the soundtrack of Spider-Man 2. So that's curious. Coming soon to vinyl. Alright. be nice to have a PS5. I did just buy um, Midnight Suns for the PS4 for like $30. And it's like the $100 version that was never going to ship to me apparently. Is Amazon was like, we'll do it in January. Like, it's out now. So, I don't know if it's because only digital is out right now, but but I have not had the time to play it. I mean, I guess I had time tonight, but I'm trying to prioritize the podcast over playing video games, but I do think about how I want to start playing my game. So, maybe soonish. Um, so, the issue opens with um, Kamala holding hands with Bruno, as they just survived her dorm room being exploded, <clears throat> and she narrates, and she narrates the whole box issue. The more I say it, the more surreal it feels. I am a mutant. Frankly, my last ten weeks have been a sleep-deprived blur, and I'm too tired processing any of it. There are days I question the truth of my own reality, like it's all part of some grand conspiracy headline. Miss Marvel, the new mutant, the new menace to mankind. I don't get this, like, Bruno's lines are all, like, scribbled, and then he says fire? So I don't know if it's supposed to imply, like, their eardrums were, you know, temporarily blown out, but then he says fire, but he's also moving his hands in a way. But in the first panel, they're holding hands, and I think they realized they were holding hands, so they, you know, separate, because I think they're having a will-they-won't-they situation. Or he's sign-languaging fire. But I don't know. On those days, I find it helpful to look over my shoulder. And should I be greeted with an unflinching stare of a 30-foot-tall, death-dealing device, I know without a shadow of the doubt, I am a mutant. So she gears up. She is ready. Uh, she's wondering how Orcus was able to find her. And because for the past two or for the issue three, she's been having high anxiety because of all of her labels. And so Bruno made a device that let her go to sleep and then confront her subconscious, consciously. And which proves that he shouldn't even be in college. He should just be working for Parker Industries or Stark Industries, one of those industries. But instead, he's just in college, because I guess in the Marvel Universe, creating a sleep interaction device isn't enough. Like, that's just something all college kids are doing. 
So he's going to try to figure out a way to help Kamad fight a Sentinel. But so while he's doing that, she's going to run off. Then we get the double page here. Oh yeah, he's like mutant detected. <clears throat> and she's coming in like a big old kite. I wish I had a better plan than this. Of all the things giant size, did it have to be an Iron Man? And then she maneuvers in a way where her she goes in front of the Stark Sentinel's uh, face and it blasts itself in the face, which is fun. And I don't know why the thought popped in my head, but I am still kicking myself for not buying the Avengers game for $3 when it was digitally for like the entire version of it. I remember thinking it and like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. And then next thing I know, I'm reading a headline like, well, your chances are over. Uh, but I did, like, there was a stealth mission early where you play as Kamala and I could not get past the two things and it was, like, frustrating. The two things being cards and, like, dang it, it probably would have been fun to play as a Kamala. I mean, I know I could buy the physical game, but then you probably start to unlock everything, I imagine. That sounds frustrating. But I imagine that game probably would be dirt cheap, too, if or is it in a collector's edition version of it now? I know, we're supposed to go to GameStop tomorrow. Walker has a haircut. And the place is like two doors down from GameStop. So maybe I'll look at it. Because I know I'm not getting it for Christmas. So might as well buy it. Especially if it's only $3. Anyways, I'm also reminded I never made it that past the first hour of Guardians of the Galaxy. But I was on, that's on me for not picking it back up. But hopefully Midnight Suns does not have this. I know I started Assassin's Creed 3 as well. It's like that old meme about as an adult you have time to buy games but you don't have the time to play games whereas as a child you had plenty of time to play games but not enough money to buy new games. It's like, oh boy. So nowadays, I imagine it's easier for kids where you just do whatever it takes to get $10 and then buy a console gift card and then you know you can buy a couple games there if you take advantage of some deals these are all the thoughts i have by seeing a, a stark set no blast itself in the face well good to know this thing's all stark brawn and old tony brain if only i could get it to shoot itself in the face about 50 more times last time i encountered one of these machines i was with the x-men even then we barely made it out alive see x-men hellfire gala 2023 jordan D White? If I ask for help, the X-Men will respond. I know it, but Orcus has already intercepted our comms once, and I can't risk exposing their location. So today I'm alone, and every decision is mine to make. No one to blame and no one to follow suit. I am in control. So today we test limits. And the Stark Sentinel tries to crush her, but by doing so puts a crack in the ground. That's not just any random spot, but actually he's above the Orcus Science uh, Department of Empire State University. Looks like I found Orcus's underground lab. Good to know. And then the Stark Sentinel says, lethal, protect, protocols, engage. Its targeting sensors don't see me when I shrink. Gotta catch my breath. Then we see Bruno's talking to all the science students and they need to come up with a device to destroy the Stark Sentinel and they're all just like sure let's do this 
And then Kamala's fighting in the background. Uh, with some debris. is about to fall on the science students, but she expands and takes the hit. And it's a pretty cool panel where like, you actually see all the rumble pushing through her back to her stomach. And then he quickly explains to her about how to put this device on its chest blaster and then it should take care of the joke. Outside of never having to get up to turn off the lights, this is the second most useful thing about being a polymorph. I mean, meaning to gain torn apart, I think. And it's a double page spread and and its right hand is Kamala honing the device and his left hand is her I imagine lower animal and legs. Eliminating mutant threat. Which I also trying to work on my set and a voice as um we have advent calendars, which I do have a video for that up as well at Jackal S I I. So I'm hoping to make daily videos. That should be fun. And um Lake Walker's a big fan of SML. And, which I know is not great, but it's too late now. And, um, so he was watching some, like, I guess this is a thing on YouTube where people make documentaries about YouTubers. And so they were talking about how, what's that kid's name? Logan. And he, like, pretty much committed, like, he wanted to be a big deal. And so he makes YouTube videos, like, every single day. And that's like, man... I had this idea of making a Luigi Daisy video before Mario Wonder came out. And then, you know, it's been a month now. It's like, well, that feels a little too late now. But, I don't know, maybe I will. But I'm, so I'm like, oh, if I can get into the habit of this, it'd be fun. So anyway, so we're, we, um, my wife got a Harry Potter Pop Funko Heaven Counter. Walker got a Five Nights at Freddy's. Heaven Counter and I got the Marvel One all by Pop Funko. And they're the, uh, do they call, they don't call them Mini Mates because that's an actual company, but they're the Mini Pops. <clears throat> and Pocket Pops. Yes. I was like, man, I feel like it's alliteration. And it totally is. And so I have a set note that I bought in Yuma and while visiting friends and family. And I guess shout-outs to Greg and Gavin. And so I had a choice of buying several Pop Funkos or buying one big set note and two Pop Funkos. So I bought a giant set note, of course, as a showpiece. And I want to say I bought Gambit and Rogue. And I didn't buy a Beast, like Movie Beast. And I didn't buy a replacement Kitty Pride, the first one that came out. Because the one we have, I displayed, and now she's leaning way forward, and it's irritating to me. But now she's back in the box, and so I've made peace of... It's in the box, and it's not leaning forward, right? Because it's in a box? Oh, no. No, no, it's fine. It's in a box. That was a close one. And then my lovely wife bought a beast one at a different store. And I was like, hey, that worked out very nicely. So... um. So anyway, so I have a cool Pop Funko Sentinel to scale with the Pop Pockets. Yeah, yeah, because it's not to scale to regular size ones. And I'm a sucker for that. So we were looking, because we usually get Walker D a bunch of Advent Calendar every year. And I got my wife a wine one last year, which was fun. And then 
we're all into Pop Funkos this year, because usually it's just me, but Walker is getting quite the FNAF Pop Funko collection, and so he's easy to shop for now. And I got the Marvel one, so I'm hoping to make every day where they fight a giant sentinel. And we're day one of 24. Pretty nice. And I got some plans, depending on who else is in these boxes. I know there's a Captain America. I know there's a Thanos. And I know there's a Spider-Man. And I can only imagine there's a Thor and an Iron Man and a Wolverine. But I don't know if mutants will be in it. But if there is one, I do have a special plan for doing it. So that was a side quest. <clears throat> the reposter is charging up. It's now or never. Five, four, three, two, infinity. And it totally works with a page with a cra-ca-boom. And boom. And it just explodes, landing, you guessed it, right above the science lab. And Bruno says, science is so cool. And it is. There's an ad here for Miss Marvel. Mar- Marvel Women of Marvel. Kamala Khan went from being a fan of superheroes to becoming one herself as Miss Marvel. Listen to how Miss Marvel became Jersey City's beloved defender and avenger in an all-new podcast. Listen and subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Marvel.com, Women of Marvel. Which I should check to see if they have a Olivia Glynis. No, I said her name backwards there. Glynis Oliver. Also, it's like, wait, it's not Olivia. But Glynis Oliver, my all-time favorite colorist. Legendary X-Men colorist. And who apparently, where did I get this information for? Oh, Oh, I was reading, I'm doing this project that'll make more sense in January. Um, so hopefully Twitter survives all of next year, but, um, yeah, I know it's run by a horrible human being, but that's where the comic book discussions is. And I know I'm not helping not being more active on blue sky, but all my favorite peeps are on Twitter. And for me, it's still relatively nice interaction. And so that's where I'm sticking around. So, but recognizing all the horrible things and blocking those you got to block, which I got to admit, I don't really block too many people. Like, I'm relatively unscathed, but uh, I'm also recognizing my sweet privilege of uh, being a white straight male and so cis male. So people don't usually come after me, except for my poor jokes, (laughs) and it's like, oh, I should not, which I do. There's, you know, to my credit or defense, you be the, you decide. But there's so many tweets where I'm just like, all right, I, I think I'd rather let this thread go too long or uh, I, I don't think this joke is, I don't know, because usually I can write something and then immediately have it be um, like taken the wrong way. I just don't post it. I'm just like, well, Whatever. That's it might be and it's not even too edgy. It might just be like someone might be offended, maybe. I'm like, I, I don't want that. I, I want I want to be a positive voice in the Twitter world. 
Okay, so the Women of Marvel podcast is legit 311 episodes deep, and it started in 2014, and going through all 300 episodes looking for Glennis Oliver, which I didn't see any, but they interviewed Louise Simonson once, and Anne Nocenti, I believe, three or four times, so legit. They also started doing character spotlights, and there's a Storm and Kitty Pride episode I immediately downloaded. And there was this a Kitty Pride like making her own path episode I also immediately downloaded. And I probably should download the Rogue one now that I think of it. There was not that many X Men focused ones. Like it seems like there's a lot of celebrity interviews. Apparently Allison Brie directed a six one six episode, which reminded me that there was a documentary series called Six One Six. They also interviewed Gillian Jacobs for another episode, uh, like 2014. So we're talking about Agent Carter, Agent Shield. Like it goes that far back. But um, so yeah. So once I record this, I'm gonna. But I'm all caught up on my podcast. So like I've been just listening to Mike and Tommy snacks and just having a great time. If you're looking for a good laugh, I highly recommend the Starburst episode. Uh, they have a Laura Dune one that's probably more famous, but there is an exchange there about a name confusion that cracked me up, and I thought about it for like two years since listening to the episode, where I was like, you know what, I'm going to find that again and laugh as hard as I did the first time. And I t- have to admit, I didn't laugh nearly as hard as I did the first time, but listening to it a second time recently, I I it did get me laughing pretty hard. So, Mike and Tommy Snacks episode is starburst i want to say it's around episode 30 or so pretty hilarious so there's some episodes out there to watch so um there is a miss marvel episode and after that is echo and i'm choosing not to download echo that's that's on me but no glennis oliver but reading the girls comic they had a page tribute to her and she's apparently does like a dairy farm as started off as a hobby and now she's a professional at it. So kudos to you, Glennis Oliver. Kudos to you. Alright, so the Stark Sentinels destroyed. There's a giant hole looking at the laboratory. People are not thrilled about that. Uh Omega Sentinel's been knocked out and she's coming to confront um her. And she recognizes Omega Sentinel from the attack at the Gala. All the meetings are dead because of you, as seen in X-Men Hellfire Gala 2023. I now understand the heart, and this is quite awesome caption boxes. I now understand the hardest part about being an X-Men. It isn't being hated and feared. It isn't being hunted for the genes you carry. It's the rejecting the temptation to fall into hatred yourself. And Omega Sentinel says, Saving me back there wasn't altruism. It was a PR stunt, and it will cost you your life. You barely handled one sentinel. How many more do you think are coming to hunt you down at this very moment? Are you tired yet, little girl? And there's three more sentinel attacks coming. And Kamala just chooses to run. So run. Run for the rest of your little life, always looking over your shoulder. Because we are coming for all of you. And then later, and this is the page that got us to buy the comic. And she is 
into the Morlock Tunnels with the X-Men, who are Rasputin the Fourth, Talon, Sink, and Shadow K. And she's like, she tried talking big, but that's all she could do. We did it, you guys. We destroyed the Orcus Lab, kind of accidentally. But it counts. Woohoo! And Rasputin the Fourth is like, y'all, destruction of school property. And Talon, good to have you back in one piece. Great work, Kamala. And Shadow Kate's, you took down a Sentinel by yourself? Not bad. But let's not high-five each other just yet. Every fight gives them more data to study us. And this is the continuing story of Shadow Kate being Kamala's Wolverine. Oh, I also downloaded all the holiday gift ideas. I don't know why. I was like, well, this would be a fun... Oh, they're also not long episodes either. So... And I'm all caught up on podcasts, so I'm I'm looking for something new. I don't do the hero's journey, especially as it seems like a lot of um, media coverage of shows, which is, you know, makes sense. It's the official Marvel podcast, but they also do, like, Comic-Con live episodes, so that seems cool. I don't know if it's the panels themselves, but if, they're, if you've noticed in the last nine years, there was, like, Women of Marvel panel, they have definitely did a podcast about it. Which means they're only going to have even more dangerous the next time we face them. And Kamala says, yeah, yeah, okay, but I still think of one less Sentinel, one less lab warrants, at least a high five. And then, so she panel awkwardly, like, about to high five Kate, but then, like, puts her whole fist right through Kate's chest. Come on. I'm not going to forget this, dude. You owe me a high five. Which is awesome. And now, hopefully during the rise of the powers of X. Right? Yeah, yeah. Fall of the House of Xavier. Fox. And then rise of the powers of X. Like, you know, this has a payoff. Like, you don't set this up to not have a payoff. Uh, there's an ad here for Avengers Twilight by Chip Sodarsky and Daniel Acuna. So that should look amazing. The Age of Heroes is over. Welcome to the world tomorrow. The Age of Heroes, the branding, because it was over a long time ago. Um, there's a house ad for Giant Size Spider-Man, which seems weird as Giant Size is an X-Men term. And it's not Kurt Wagner, everyone's favorite. While Carr, it's Miles Morales. Everyone's third favorite. Naturally behind Ben Riley, of course. Of course. The next generation is Spider-Man versus Venom. Kirlala India, former Orca scientist Nikika Kaya, and she's reporting, discussing it with Omega Sentinel. Uh, Dr. Kaya is not that worried. They're just all about gathering analysis or data and so extermination will be after that hellfire club and we see what is her hazel but since she's standing in front of a mirror the mirror image is emma frost just to let you know hey everyone hazel's secretly emma frost and it gives the artist a chance to probably sell this page later on so good on them smart thinking and so they're discussing how Emma has known that Kamala has been haunted by f- these anxiety dreams, but she figures she'll work them out. 
there's a fun exchange here where Kamala's like, I had a feeling you were going to say that. How's the fit look to you? And Emma putting her hands, or Hazel putting her hands on her hips says, you don't need a telepath to tell you we're all extremely jealous of your customizable waist-to-hip ratio, which is fun. I remember someone having the, voicing the thought about how once Emma died and was resurrected, which I'm sure she did at least once, like, she's now a natural blonde and natural body measurements, so that's got to feel pretty good for her. And then we get the complicated setup, so here we go. Kamala, though we couldn't sort through your dreams, we were able to conduct a thorough mapping of your mind where we found something rather intriguing. My mutation? Precisely. Imagine your mutation like a flower about to bloom, but it never gets a chance because the branch is severed. That's what happened when you were exposed to the pterogen mist, but you're since grown a new branch. All it needs is a little nurturing. The mutation could function separately from your existing inhuman abilities, but it's equally possible it will replace them entirely. The choice is yours. No thanks, Miss Frost. If the mutation activates someday, I'll deal with it, but I'm not going to risk erasing any other part of me. I had a feeling you were going to say that. And then she presents Kamala's um, gauntlet that Spider-Man dropped off. Inhuman Champion Avenger X-Man. These labels have one thing in common. They're inaccurate. There isn't a word out there that really describes what I am. What matters is who I am. The world can hate and fear me all at once. But I'll sleep just fine at night knowing that whatever people want to call me, i always be Miss Marvel. And she's sleeping in the bed, but is this her destroyed dorm? Oh, no, no, no. She's at her parents' house eating dinner, so she's at her family home. But she sleeps with, like, a puppy dog plushie, and that's adorable. There's a house ad here for Ultimate Spider-Man by Jonathan Hickman and Marco Chichato. Coming out in January, you would never read a Spider-Man story like this before. Unless you read Spider-Girl. What? Oh, no. Oh, no, I didn't. Follow the Fall. There's Alpha Flight 4, Astonishing Iceman 4, Children of the Vault 4, Dark X-Men 4, which was great. Jean Grey 4, which was also nice. Immortal X-Men 17, Uncanny Spider-Man 4, which I wish was an ongoing, because... And I made this comment on Twitter today about how Kurt hasn't even scratched the surface of being a Spider-Man yet. Like, he hasn't even fought his first symbiote, nor his first goblin. Like, he has so much more to do as a Spider-Man. Wolverine 39, Invincible Iron Man 12, which was great. Miss Marvel, the New Mutant 4. What? Realm of X 4. So I want to do, I want to knock out my, the Marvel's tie-in. And then I want to do the Realm, and then I want to knock out Inferno, and then I'll start doing What If Issues. And then we'll be done doing multiple episodes, I think. Though Simply Amazing, the podcast that inspired me to start my own podcast, thank you, Lisa Lauren. Uh, I got caught up in my silliness of, like, do I say thank you? <laughs> um... Or blame them. You decide. Oh no, what was I doing all this? Oh, they released three episodes this week. And I love it for them. And for us. And so I was like, oh yeah. 
I don't mind me doing multiple episodes. Plus, when I took that weekend extra days off for the holiday, Thanksgiving, shout out. Um, you know, you got plenty of episodes to enjoy, unless you're current, I guess. And then I, I, I let you down, and I still think about it. Alpha Flight 5 and X-Men 29 that I'm super excited about. And there's an image here by Josh Casado. Casaro? They don't credit him here. But he's great to follow on Twitter. And um, had some fun interactions with him. Appreciate him being so kind about it. As they go to Latveria and confront Doom and his mutants. And in the back cover ad is for the PS5 Spider-Man 2, available now. And I would love to have a PS5 to play Spider-Man 2, but mostly, like, I feel like I'm okay with dying a little not playing Spider-Man 2, but when that Wolverine game comes out, also by Insomniac, Insomniac? Yeah. Insomniac. Yeah. That's going to really bug me. I'm not going to be able to play that game. But anyways, I got plenty of other games I could be playing. So everyone, that was new Miss Marvel the New Mutant 4. So thank you everyone for listening. And if you were watching this, hello. Um, so follow me on Twitter. YouTube. Should be a great month for YouTube videos. And Instagram Blue Sky at Jackal S I I I. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at S N F W M and spelt out. And give a like and subscribe and maybe tell a friend as we try to grow the podcast. And I'll talk at you next time. All right. Thanks everyone for listening. Bye.